This episode is brought to you by MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Put in promo code ROSE for up to 66% off. And Hemp Lily, HempLily.com, promo code ROSE, 25% off. Unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative, she's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is my fight song. This is Rose Unplugged. Joining me today is someone who's been friends. I, you know, she hates it when I say how many years. She absolutely <laughs> hates it. So I'll just say for a very long time. That doesn't even sound good either, does it? Anyway, <laughs> dear friend, I've known since we were in our 20s. And yeah. uh, we kind of did our spiritual journey together. And there were times mm-hmm. that our paths separated and then came back again. And that was always a beautiful moment. But sometimes you have to carry on on your journey by yourself or God brings other people into your life. But um, there's always been that love and for each other. And so please welcome my dear friend, but also an author and inspirational teacher. And she's been such an encouragement to me over the years, Luann Bada. Hey, Luann. Hi, Rose. It is so fun to be on here with you. I can't even tell you. It's an honor and it's a blessing to be on here. You know, so many times, well, first of all, I want to mention your book because it is the arm, uh, putting on the armor of God. It's called Spiritual Warfare and the Armor of God by Louis Ambada. And uh, we'll tell you how to get it before the program's over. But um, she has been able in this book to really explain to us how to put that armor on. Because Louis honestly, when, when a lot of us look at that scripture and say, like, gird yourself with the belt of truth, you know, gird your loins. I'm like, what does that even mean? What are you talking about? I have loins? I didn't even know I had loins. So there's that whole, you know, it's like yes. almost like a little bit beyond our reach sometimes. I mean, and, and a lot of it too is self-explanatory. But in this book, you really break down that full armor of God. And before we start to just, I want to kind of, touch on each piece that you talk about in the book. But even before that, I think there's something that we need to talk about. And that is, I have been talking to young and old alike. I have been talking to Christians and non-believers. Everyone I have come in contact with in the last, I would say year, but actually it's even more recent than that. It's been a year, but even more so the last six months. There are people that are being attacked. Look, through our lifetime, we'll get, you know, we'll have a little hurdle, a little hiccup, a little attack, somebody's sick or you're sick. There are things that we always have to overcome, right? Yes. Right now, what I'm noticing, and even young people are telling me, pray for my friends. They're in their 20s. Pray for my friends because they are struggling. They are feeling like they're in a battle. They feel that they're being attacked. And it's one thing. It might be your health, your husband's something, your daughter's this, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on, or your parents or your, so it's not even just one attack where in the past it's 
kind of always been that in our spiritual journey. You know, like every once in a while, you you come up with that one thing that you got to deal with and you got to, you know, go to battle for, pray for. But right now, it seems like there are multiple hits on people yes. constantly, constantly. Yes. Are you sensing yes. that? Are you hearing that? Yes, it's the exact same thing on, on my end of the world as well. And that's where, why I end up writing that book. It is a truly a spiritual battle. And you don't have to even be a Christian to understand that. We are living in a, there is a battle and it feels like it's just truly raging over our heads. And so it's trickling though, then down into our personal lives. Obviously the nation has been under a spiritual, spiritual warfare an attack for a good two years. It's been longer than that, but I truly, the world, the world has. Yes. And the whole world. Correct. Yeah. Everybody's and, feeling it. Right. It is definitely occurring and we have to understand what we're in. It's not, it's not against flesh and blood, which we like to, to attack everybody like we want, but it truly is a spiritual warfare that is talked about many times in scripture. And we're just failing it now to this extent and everybody, you're exactly right. Little ones are feeling it. It is attacking families like I've never known. Okay. And I pray with a lot of people and it is a constant, it's like constant right. every day. It's, it's more people needing more prayer it, for exactly. all kinds of reasons. We've got a prayer list going. I have a group of friends and we get yes. to, month to pray in person, but we, we put our requests out there and I was noticing over the last month or so, it's like, one person will ask for this, but then like the next day they're saying, Oh my God, now it's my father. And now it's yes. my daughter. And it just, it was never, it's never ending. And I think, I don't know what you think about this, Luanne. This is, I'm just kind of talking because I love yes. talking about these things, but it feels like if everybody is starting to feel that if everyone is sensing this battle right now, this attack, that means something to me that says something uniquely to us right now, because in the past, like I've said, every generation has had their their share of, of battles that they had to fight, spiritual battles they had to fight. But there's something quite different about this. And I don't know if it's, it's a sign of the times. I don't know what it is, but it is very, very different than anything else we've gone through that we can actually sense it. Yes. I, it's right here. It's right there. Correct. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. And it is, I believe anybody was even say, even somebody, I just heard a woman, she's about 85. And she said, she's never experienced this from all these years that she has walked life. She has never experienced this kind of a, of a battle over, she feels it over the family and over the nation and she sees it over the world. So you're exactly right. This is different. And it is the sign of the times and it is, um, a, a coming to understand, I believe one big part, I think with a lot of this is the Lord is waking a lot of people up. I think he is. I think that um, there's a lot more to come. I think for those of us who are um, going through these battles right now, I think it's an opportunity for growth. I think what's interesting is that, um, you know, I think it's in James when, and you and I talked about this the other day, I was sharing this with you in James uh, or, yeah, it was James, right? Yes, James. So James is saying that, yes. you know, consider all of um, Job's attacks and and his perseverance through all of those attacks. Um, in fact, Job is a great example of what everybody is feeling right now. 
It's almost a joke yes. moment for a lot of us. Yes. Now, his yes. was even further to the extreme, but it was one thing after the other, after the other. We have to start thinking about why that was allowed too. And that's a whole nother yes. podcast. But, Correct. But, but when James said, consider Job, consider his afflictions, but then consider his perseverance. And then James said, because God has an intended end. God restored Job. God gave back to Job a hundredfold, but God has an intended end. He has an yes. intended purpose for all of this. So if we are going through this right now, mm-hmm. there's an intended end for all of us. And we, and that is what gives us our hope. We have to believe. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not out here on our own. <laughs> we have not, we have not been left to ourselves. We haven't. And I believe in exactly what you said about the book of Job, uh, Job because he went, he did not understand what in the world he was going through. And it, as I, as I understand it, what Bible scholars said, it was a nine month period that he was afflicted the way he was. Um, but again, God came to a final answer or destination for what he was doing in that situation. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's what he's doing to America. It's what he's doing with the world. And it's what he's doing with us personally and individually. I truly believe it's a wake up. It's a wake up for everybody. What do you truly believe? And do you truly believe it? Whether you know, whether you are walking as a Christian, as we are, or as somebody who says, I'm not sure I even believe that there is a God. I know, but they feel it. They know something's wrong. And so I know that that is exactly what, um, you know, what Job had experienced. It's, it's coming our, it's coming towards us and we have to know what to do with that. And we can look at Job as an example who, of someone who persevered. I mean, absolutely difficult times you can possibly imagine. That's right. Um, so, yeah. So we have to count it all joy, right? Yes. And yes. so that's kind of hard to do when you're in the middle of it, but yeah. you should also take your stand. And, and yes. that's where your book comes in. Because when we talk about spiritual warfare and putting on the armor of God, I know you, I've known you when you started teaching um, high schoolers, you know, and yes. you started way back then, then telling them how to put on that armor of God. And you did it every day and they would complain and you would <laughs> yeah. do it. And, and it was, um, but it's powerful because many of those people that you, taught over the years now do the same thing for themselves and their children. So yes. I thought if you didn't mind, because honestly, you do have to get the, the book to get the full picture yes. of fighting that battle, that spiritual battle that we're, we are all in. But I thought if you could just break down each piece of the armor for us, if you okay. it doesn't have to take a long time, I mean, you know, in the best you, words you can, as quickly as you can, breaking okay. down those pieces of armor. Okay. And if I could just, if you don't mind, if I can just tell you where I got where this comes from is from the book of Ephesians chapter six. And Paul had written this. He would not have written this if we didn't need it. So this is so it's so for us today. I can't even, it's just so alive. And he simply says, finally be strong in the Lord and the power of his might put on the full armor of God. And then I say, why? And then it answers that so that you will be able to come against I'm sorry, put on the form of God. So you may come against the schemes of the devil and for our struggles, not against flesh and blood is against principalities, powers and authorities of this dark world. So we know there's a reason why we're doing this and we wouldn't walk out of the house without 
clothes on. You know, we wouldn't walk out naked. So this is putting on Christ on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And when I did this with the students and they complained so much, it truly is that they're in their 40s now, late 30s, 40s. And they've got their kids putting this on. They said that was the main thing they remembered as I taught Bible all those years ago. And they also said that I knew that I had to up their game, so to speak, and how they understood God and how they understood the war that we will always be in. And so by putting on the armor of God, if you put the first piece on, it says, uh, guard my loins with the gospel of truth. And you're like, what are your loins? Well, I don't it's know. A- Do I have them? Do women have them? Is it just a man thing? I don't know. What are loins? <laughs> it is to, truly your lower part of your body, your loins, your abdomen, your um, the core of who you are. And this is the core of you. It's a belt. So it's put around your waist. And what I thought was so powerful with this and the in the Roman um, equipment that they armor that they would put on and Paul was talking about was that belt. It holds all the other pieces of the armor in place. And it is the core. And so it's telling you that it is the gospel of truth. So when I was studying this, I realized the core of our being is truth. And that's why when we recognize and we call things fake news and we call things that we are recognizing, you're not speaking the truth to me. You are speaking lies. And so when we hear also in our own hearts, you're not good enough. You've never been good enough. You, you, you will never rise up to anything. Your kids will be this. Your kids aren't enough. All of those voices, we have a flesh. So some of that can be our flesh screaming that at us. But a lot of times that is the spiritual fight that we will be in hearing lies and deceptions about ourselves. And see, when the the scripture calls Satan, he is the father of lies. He's a liar and he's a deceiver and he is very, very good at it. And so he's not subtle. So when we're so he'll come in like almost like an angel of light. You think it's the truth. You're not sure it is. It is. He's a he plays that. And so we are in that that gird your loins with truth. You want to make sure that your truth lies in the word of God, because that is the full truth. That and that is true. And especially today, when you consider one thing I hear people say all the time is that truth doesn't seem to matter anymore, that, that there are so many lies out there. There are so much, there's so much misinformation, like fake news. You don't even know. I mean, like you have got to be grounded at your very core in truth, because if you are not, how do you discern between what is really going on and what is not. Um, and, and the deception is so great right now. And, 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 you know, the Bible talks about the days where good is considered evil and evil good. Mm-hmm. I think we see that all over, but everyone, right. everyone knows that there's a lot of, there are a lot of lies out there that are people who, who, who don't even feel ashamed to lie about something, knowing that they're lying about it. Okay. So you need to be equipped with truth so that mm-hmm. you can discern that so that in your very core, you know what is truth and what is not. That's right. That's what that's what I love the most about the to know that our core of our being is the truth. It 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 just it just magnifies the fact that we must stand 
and we must stand in truth. And it's not like someone will say, well, that's my truth. That might be your well, truth. But that's that not my truth. All that stuff. So you have to, there has to be a, a gauge that you do this with. And that gauge truly is the word of God. Right. The, uh, this entire book obviously is, is written through the word of the Lord. And because that is the truth, that scripture that goes with that piece of armor is I am the way, the truth and the life. And no man comes to the father, but by me. And I know everybody wants to argue about it. I get all that. This isn't a time for that, but I do know that it's a, it is, it is the mouthpiece of it all. Yeah. You must know who Christ is. And you must know the truth. You must stand in truth. And isn't that interesting that that is the first thing that Paul tells us to do. Yes. What's yes. the next thing? What's the next piece of equipment? All right. Garment. Um, yeah. Here in my, I, I have to, I want to do them in order. So I, have to, I can't remember unless I say it out loud, which I did with the kids all the time. Okay. Um, the next one is the breastplate of righteousness. And I love this one because it's, it's just, you, you, it's guards your heart for the Romans, that piece of that armor would guard their heart from being, you know, inflicted with a spear or a arrow or whatever. But in the spirit part, it covers, it does cover our heart. And one of the main things I have gotten from this, and I did put it in the book is that you are not, and then I do you, we, we never talk about sin anymore. Nothing, every, everybody, wants to say that everything is okay. Well, that's kind of not true. And, and it will come back and bite you if you don't um, stand and understand what, what sin in our lives truly is. But what it says is you are not your sin. So you are not that thing that you think will never be forgiven. Right. You're not that you are who, because of the blood of Christ and because of who he is and because of what he did for us. And only that. He, and only that he carried that. Yeah. So we don't have to. There was a scripture. I never, I used to always conduct my life by the sin that I felt like I was because of the things I had done. And when you do that, then you're not really fully yourself at all. And you don't understand who you are. So it was one scripture that woke me up in that. And if I could read it to you, because I, I, I did put it, excuse me, I did put it down here. Um, and it says, God made him, which is Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us, so that in Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God through Christ. And I used to read that all the time, and it never clicked until I realized, wait a minute, he took it. I'm not that. So if I had an abortion, I'm not that I've been forgiven and it's been forgotten. And I think what happens again is we have a enemy of our soul that will say, look at you did. How in the world could you ever stand in front of people and talk to people when look what you have done? And we hear it and we hear it. And it feels true because it part of it is because of what we may have done. Mm. But the moment we've asked for forgiveness, we're free. And it's let go. And our emotions may not feel it right away, but it is the truth. And I heard this one thing one time, and, and this makes this is a great analogy if I can explain it. It's about a baby elephant. When, when a baby elephant is being trained in a zoo, they will put a tether around his ankle. I mean, a rope around his ankle and they'll tether him to a stake. And they'll bring, they'll go take him out, teach him his little tricks, give him his thing, bring him back to that to that stake and that tether with that piece of rope. 
when he gets to be full grown, they could tie a thread around his ankle and put him to a stick and he would stay there. When all he had to do was flick his ankle because he was truly free. Wow. But because how his mindset was, and he always thought, if, I would, if, I'm, if I'm tethered to something that I can't move, and he gets stuck. That's what happens with us, but we're free. Uh-huh. So our emotions might think we're still stuck. But because of what Christ did for us, we're not. And that breastplate has set, that breastplate that, that protects our heart by the blood of Jesus has set us free. I love it. That's a great analogy. That's the best. That's a great analogy. So when we walk in that, and, and, and see, that's the thing. And I think it happens to all of us. You know, we get caught up and and, and think, oh, I made that mistake, and now I can never yes. do this again, or I can't Correct. do that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that it's clear that that's part of the spiritual battle because Satan would love yes. nothing more than to keep you in that, so that yes. you never grow, that you never get out there and do more or be. All that God desires you to do and be. Well, you think about it. If you hold, you know, I, I could say it from myself, how much I stopped myself from doing things. So they didn't think I was worthy of that and being able to do that. He, that is a ploy. See that, that will stop us from doing what we were called to do for what purposes of why we're here. And so when we can come in and, and in the book, I give scriptures and things to stand on so that you can stand under those attacks when they come. I tell you one thing, by doing this for as long as I have, I'm not pleased. I'm not there yet or anything like that. I still get attacked in all kinds of different manners, but I catch them now. I'll catch something that's like, wait a minute, wait, that's not right. right. That's not right. And it'll catch me from being afraid or all those kind of things. Cause we'll talk about fear when we talk about peace, but um, yeah, it, 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 you catch it. And now you're not a victim to that kind of, you know, authority we give, if we give, if we agree, um, the enemy has no authority over us unless we agree with it. So if we come in agreement with, yes, you know what? I am rotten and I am, my father talked down at me my entire life. So I must not be worth anything, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole we don't have to live like that. We were not made to live like that. That wasn't why we're here. We're here to be free. And that's what Christ offers. Yeah, yeah that's good, Lou. Yeah. That's so good. the next piece is um, shod my feet with the gospel of peace. And what they did with that, this was so cool. In that Roman time frame, they had sandals. So they really didn't have the boot kind of thing. This is how I, this is when I studied it. That's what it said. But at the bottom of their shoe, they would have nails and anything that would grasp them so that they could stay put in a situation. So if they, if they needed to, they could run to a battle or they would be stopped and right there and being able to fight. So, and it says, shod my feet with the gospel of peace. And the Lord says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled and let, or let it be fearful. And what has been the thing that has override? What has been, we all can say it, the past literally two years since COVID has hit, the nation and the world. We have all been under the horrible, horrible thumb of fear yes and fear has it has decimated an entire nation and an entire world 
and it has people fearful you can oh yes we've seen that too so what's that i'm sorry when it's always been known that if you can make a people fearful of any country this is historic Yes. then you can control them. And that is how That's it was right. always done with the, the Nazi Germany and Mussolini. They, they made the people afraid and That's right. easily controlled. So let's take that in yes. the physical and apply it to the spiritual. If our enemy, Satan, can mm-hmm. make us fearful, then he has total control. Absolutely. And again, that's where we have to come into a place of the word of God. There's nothing that's going to cause us peace, but knowing the truth of what the word and who Christ is in our lives, because Satan doesn't make us. It's what we believe because he's so sly. He makes it feel like if you get that COVID, you're just going to die. Well, you know what? That's not the truth. I've had it. You've had it. Well, a lot of people have I that. know That's tons of people. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people have. I mean, I have a very healthy respect for COVID. Yes. Yeah, I, I do. I get it. But yes. but to live in fear of it, mm-hmm. I mean, you could get hit by a car tomorrow. Are you living in fear of all of yes. that? There are tragic accidents out there. You could have cancer. You could have this. But we can't live in fear of it. Yes, COVID can kill. Yes, you can survive it. It, it. it doesn't matter. You can also survive cancer or cancer could kill. The bottom yes. line is you shouldn't be sitting around fearful of it. You got to trust God, pray, right. and pray for his protection and for his healing. That's right. And you know, and I, a story, even for myself, I had had a, um, a situation happen in, my, happen in my life many, many years ago, and it caused great fear in my life. I mean, horrible fear that my thyroid went crazy on me. I had remember that. And I had lost like 12 pounds or so. I thought I had cancer. I didn't know what was wrong. And when I went to the doctors, it was my thyroid. So I went into my pharmacist who is a Christian. And he said to me, Luann, you know what? He goes, God made our lives and our bodies that we can handle so much fear he 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 literally said it goes like this almost like your heartbeat you know you can do fear like this you cannot flatline in fear or your body's going to react and my body was reacting that's and that's why yes and so we fear is is a God has given that to us, you know, don't walk down the alley by yourself. And we have situations in our lives that we are are fear. But when you flatline in it, when you allow it to be what it has been, don't touch this. You can't go here because you're not vaccinated and you're not allowed to do this because you might might bring this on. Or I can't go, um, you know, I'm afraid to take my child out because I'm afraid all those things. I'm afraid to do this because I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm not just talking COVID. I'm talking anything. I'm afraid to step forward in something because I might fail. I'm afraid. And then you won't do anything in life. And it'll be like this. You'll just be choked and it it'll be choking so life out of you. It is and the scripture so says in Timothy, it does say um, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So, you know, right away, he called it a spirit. He's not given us that, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we have a sound, we can have a sound mind in the midst of great turmoil, whether it's our finances, whether it's our family, whether it's, it doesn't have to just be COVID. It can be many things in our lives. And we don't have to live in that, you know, and that's where I really want to, I believe, train people. The book's not thick. The Lord spoke clearly to my heart and just said, don't make it complicated. 
just tell people how to walk this thing out. Yeah, I like and that's that. what yeah. I try to do. No one really has time these days. You know, it's like and so I, you know, I started it when I was at a hairdresser's and yeah. um, <laughs> it was very, very comprehensive. And you just it just breaks it down. Yes. We only have a couple minutes left. Can we oh. can we get in all the other ones real yes, quick? Yes, let me do them. I'll do them real fast. I'm sorry. Okay, no, the, so the next one would be the shield of faith. Um, there's no question in my mind. The enemy is after our faith. If he can steal your faith, he can steal everything and he knows it. So he'll go after our faith. And again, it is, um, putting on that piece of armor, that shield, you're raising it up to, to fight off every fiery dirt dart is what the scripture says. So you're coming against the, those darts of the accuser. He's the accuser. He will accuse you. He'll tell you your, your look what you've done. He'll tell you your family is, your family is like this. It will always be like this. You'll never go any further than what your family has all of those voices, if you can hold up that shield and say, I don't believe that. I don't believe that because I'm new. I'm different. I can do this and put up that shield of faith. Yeah. You would be able to fight off those fiery darts that come in us, come to us in many, many forms. And right and now, nonstop almost for a lot of people. I'm sorry. I Correct. Right now, nonstop yes. almost for a lot of people. They are. And they are relentless. And I'll tell you, when you are walking in your calling <laughs> whatever it's a businessman, if it's a mom, if those are callings, a teacher, what you do, Rose, what I'm doing, but speaking the word, preaching the gospel or speaking the gospel or teaching the gospel, whatever you are called to do, that's the purpose you've been called. So when there are avenues that come at your faith in what you do, sometimes you throw that thing up and say, no, I will can finish what I was called to do because that again will try to discourage. It, 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 the enemy will want to discourage you. It's discouragement, despair, rejection. Those are all fiery darts that we have to be able to say, I am standing against this and I will not let this penetrate my life. It takes work. This is a relationship with the, with the Lord. It takes work. You can't just think that it just is going to happen. It does take work because it's a relationship. Yeah. So that's the shield. Um, and then the helmet of salvation, and it's the, the living word of God. Uh, I'm sorry, that's a sword. The helmet of salvation. This scripture here is the longest one of them all because your mind, I, I put it the, as at the chapter, it says the mind is a terrible thing to waste. Yeah. So all of this, all of the pieces right here, it's whatever comes out of your mind, however you think. The Bible talks as, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So how you think about yourself or how you think about a situation is what it will be unless it is girded in the truth of the word of God. So that helmet, I have people put on three by five cards and just memorize three scriptures that go to that thing that you are battling. If it is fear, whatever it might be, you would use those. And that goes hand in hand with the sword of the spirit, which is the living word of God. And we, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. So that's that the word of God is sharper. If you ever saw a two-edged sword, the word of God is sharper than that. So all these pieces of the armor are in the word. You use the word to fight those battles. And you'll understand also with this whole thing that the sword of the spirit is the only piece of armor that is an offensive weapon. Everything else. Um, that's a defensive weapon. I'm sorry. Everything else is offensive. And there's no piece of armor for your back because the Lord doesn't think that we, any of us should run from the battle. 
Interesting. So no that is really good. Isn't that awesome? There's yeah. nothing for our back. Yeah. We need to fight That's this thing good. and stand. And we're not fighting alone. It's yeah. him. We're not on, on this by ourselves. We just aren't. We are standing alongside of a of a of a um, savior who is for us yeah. and loves us dearly, dearly, and he will help us through the battle yeah. and through the peace. We can have peace in the midst of any battle. We can. Well, Lou, and that's the armor in a in a short version. <laughs> it really is, <laughs> but that's why we leave you to buy the book. So let's tell everyone how to get spiritual warfare and the armor of god how do we get that okay you can go on my website which is my name louiambada.com um that's the the place you can get it um it helps build the ministry as well you can also get it on amazon if you would like it that as well but i also have it on my website so those two different places louiambada b-o-t-t-a Yes. Um, thank you so much and congratulations it's a great thank book. you I really enjoyed thank it. you rose we all need it right now too yes yes we do because the battle belongs to the lord he's telling us armor up the battle belongs to, Fine, to him stand there with me we gotta that's stand, right. stand up that's so right. god bless you louian thank you so much thanks thank you all right bye-bye this episode is brought to you by my pillow mypillow.com put in promo code rose for up to 66 percent off and Hemp Lily, hemplily.com, promo code ROSE, 25% off. 